Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. So the strictest head teacher in Britain said parents are to blame for school kids' bad behaviour and that adults are afraid of their own children. Barry Smith has said in the past, and he's come under fire for his hardline tactics, such as branding children in detention, detainees. <laughs> that's what he calls them when he puts them in detention, the detainees. Well, that's what you call somebody in detention. That's just good English, isn't it? If you're in detention, you're a detainee. Like between 12 and 2 o'clock, Ashling is a detainee. <laughs> she has to sit there in that chair. I'm a detainee. I'm detained here. Anyway, and issuing out 80 detentions a day. This controversial disciplinary action, now the regional director at the Community Schools Trust in London, urged that it's up to parents to teach children common courtesy so teachers aren't confronted with this bad behaviour. So he was speaking to the son and he said, I don't think that all parents are doing what they should be doing. Uh, Some parents are. uh, When you don't support the school, you don't support your child in many cases. And Mr Smith added, I think we bend over backwards to accommodate children. And I think instead of accommodating this behaviour, we need to promote good behaviour. We live in a society that thinks stricter is negative. Teachers are abused on a daily basis. Often adults are afraid of children. And he's right. He also goes on to say... He believes we need to move or we need to be more active in instilling manners into children uh, who he thinks will often act um, in order to fit in or act out, should I say, in order to fit in. Uh, the head teacher explained that pupils hardly reply to him uh, when he greets them with good morning and will argue with educators over very reasonable requests. Why? Uh, can you just go and clean that up, please? Why? Uh, because I've asked you to. Why? Yeah, I, I see kids doing this all the time. Or this idea of not being respectful. If somebody says good morning, you say good morning back. Or if, I don't know what they refer to as teachers in their day. It was sir and miss. But I don't know what they call teachers now. I'm assuming you don't call them by their first names. Because I think that's disrespectful. Just like you don't call your parents by their first names. And I know this modern society that we live in, children think they're special or privileged in some way, but you don't call your parents by your first names. Until the day my mother died, I never called her by her first name, which was Lily. I recognised her name. I knew her name. I didn't actually know her name until I was about 12 or 13, I think. But she was always ma'am. And dad was always dad. These children who walk up to their own parents and say, all right, Tom. I mean, I just, okay, you feel like you know him and that's great, but you're not his friend. He's your father. It's your mother. You respect them. It doesn't matter what you think. You have respect. But children, a lot of children have lost that respect. And adult, adolescent psychologists and parenting teenagers expert Angela uh, Karanja also told the son that there is a way to discipline children which empowers them. She said there is a discipline that seeks to connect. I look at all this. This is father. This is your man. What's his Dr. Phil stuff? Could be bothered even reading that. And um, these psychologists, to be honest with you, well, now when you're talking to child, take child down and come down to their level and look into their face and say, "What's wrong with you? And how can I be of help?" Ask me, arse. Get up to your room and I'll sort you out later on if you don't do what you're told. Whatever happened to that? That's all gone out the window. It's all this nice stuff, isn't it? You need to talk to them on the same level and bring yourself down to their level and be real and say, what's wrong with you? And how can I help? How, and is some of this my fault as a parent? 
Ah, stop. The number's 087-188-0008. Is he right? Do you think parents are afraid to actually discipline? And I'm not saying you beat your child. Of course you don't do anything like that. But are we afraid to discipline children and actually say no to them every now and again? And do we accept too much cheek off them and disrespect? I think we do. As parents, thankfully I'm past that point. My children are all older now. But I think we do. We, we let our children talk to us in a way that we would have never spoken to our parents. Uh, the number's 087-188-0008. So in general, I'm not saying all kids, there's a lot of good kids out there. But have kids, or this generation of children, and when I say children under 18, have they lost respect for authority and for their own parents because we're too good to them? 087-188-0008. Babs, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How you doing? A uh, few clatters didn't do me any harm, <laughs> let me tell you. I'm not suggesting we go back to clattering people, by the way. <laughs> I'm over here, you feel the back of my hand. <laughs> yeah, I think we, we are kind of to blame. You know, and I think what happens too is people think, and I've, li- you know, I've listened to so many parents as, ah, sure, we didn't get it in their days. Sure, they're entitled to it, you know, and we didn't get to have all these clubs. We were sent out to play. But sure, like, and half of them are putting themselves into debt in order for these kids to be put on pedestals. That's all I can say. Yeah. I think um, definitely you need to, I'm listening to people like, um, Young kids, um, like, even my own granddaughter, she, their birthday seemed to last forever. It's not just day one. You have a day one of a birthday, that's your birthday. What's going to go home? They're going out here with that person, they're going out there with that person. And I remember my granddaughter saying, um, she was very disappointed, one of her friends had pulled out. And, um, and I said, Why? Because she hadn't got the money. Say, how much do you need? Well, we're going to pictures. It'd be about 50 euros. I know. She's asked how much the pictures cost, yeah. Jesus. And here I was to myself. God, I said, I gone at the date where I was just wait till the end of the week till I got one pound to go to pictures. Never mind 50 (laughs) euros. I know. But see, when I I look back, by the way, I I haven't got a penny from my parents. My parents both passed away. But I never got a penny from my parents after the age of 16. No, we didn't. Um, I was working it was a part time or whatever, you know. And I never got a. I know I wouldn't have asked for any money after that point at that age. I don't believe it was their responsibility. No, but you were hand enough from the day you started getting your first oh, wages. Oh yeah, I mean, before, I mean, first. I first job was fifty quid a week, and I was giving me my twenty five. You know, like um, yeah, you know, everything was always half down. Uh, we, I mean, I can tell you now, Niall, um my mom was brilliant. She, there was no case of giving up your work and minding your kids. She gave up a Solomon Street and said, you're not sticking them into crashes either, you know. But she minded them, but she got a proper wage, you know. And she had no fear in saying, like, I'm not doing this for nothing. She loved her grandkids, but it was hard bloody work for her, you know, that way. And even when the kids were growing up and all, me and my sister, out of respect, we were still paying her that wage until the day she died. Yeah. You know, and that was just out of respect for her. Even though half the time we couldn't go on holidays, and my mark can go out and buy a flower pot for 100 euros. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, like, I'm looking at the stuff here from these experts, and I listen to these experts, you know, these parenting experts, right? And they talk in this funny kind of language. Well, you know, take child in front of you. Take child. They don't say the, the person, the, the boy or the girl. Take take child in front of you and, and kneel down. And, and Get look, them to and, that level. And when they're angry, you know, hold their hand and say, 
is some of this my fault? Can I do anything to make your life? And hang on, would you shut up? That's not the way you did that. That's Dr. Phil material. That just doesn't work. It, it doesn't is, work. But in the, even the parental courses, I mean, I did them. I went with a friend of mine. I did the parental courses. I'm listening to the bullshit. Like, there is nothing about um, teaching your kids discipline. It's about you letting your kids walk all over you and you just live, um, living to their level, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not their fault. I even remember um, when my young one, she liked that too. We had their problems, Nile, and you know that. And we, she kind of visibly attacked me one time and I said, I have to do something about this. So I rang a place and caught, eventually we got in. I'm sitting listening to these people and here I was. Well, listen, I said, she's a very angry child and I don't know why she's angry. She has everything she wants. Mm-hmm. And I said, furthermore, I can't even get her to do anything in the house. Because whereas I was doing quite a lot, we had their chores. You know, it's like, it's like, oh, but no, you know what I mean? Why should I do that? That's your job. I'm out walking for a living. It isn't my <laughs> job. You know? and, and, but, do you believe there's an inability by most parents? I'm not saying all to say no to their children when they come up looking for money or when they want to they go don't. somewhere or do something that you don't necessarily approve of. Is there an inability to say no because all of a sudden the pressure is put on you and the pressure is, oh, well, you know, if you don't let me do it, all the other kids are doing it and I'm going to be different and they're going to slag me. and So you're, you're kind of put under yeah, pressure. It, the pressure is there and a lot of people, especially coming up to Christmas, I, I mean, I have another friend of mine and she's saying, me, I don't even, she, she's even saying it now, it's coming up to Christmas. The kids don't seem to understand that, you know, and they really think like, um, uh, I'm going to pictures, right, and she's handing maybe 20 euros to get in, maybe get them a done. Oh, that won't be enough. Like, I have to get something to eat and all in there. But you're going for a meal before you go in, or is it after you come out? But I still won't have enough. And like, it's tut, tut, tut. I know. Well, well, hang on a second. Let me just go to Joanne. Joanne, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Joanne? Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Good. Now, Joanne, have we an inability to say no? And are we too soft on children? I mean, well, have they gone mad? <laughs> I'm, I'm considered as a strict mother by my friends, and they actually ask me advice sometimes. Um, I, do, I do say no a lot, and when I say yes, they actually um, think they're very grateful and they're happy. When I buy them something, they actually are happy to get the thing, whereas like a lot of children now, I think that get whatever they want and they don't care about what they're getting. Whereas my boys, when I say yes, they're actually very happy and they say thank you to me. Yes. Okay. I get and, you. Um, like I do punish them. Like, I mean, my so, but how do we, yeah, week, but how do we punish kids in our day? Well, you know, I mean, as Bob's right. What's more important to them? The device. Yeah. The, 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 the PlayStation. My son last week insulted a friend on a play date. Like he said the B word. Okay. And how old is he, how old is he again, sorry? Huh? How old is he? Twelve. Twelve, okay. All right, okay. And I, I won't admit it. Like I won't I won't take that like No, you, know? you won't accept that, of so course. Right not. away it was punished. Um he had to apologize to his friend. His friend had to apologize to him as well because if my son said that to him that means something bad happened. Yeah. So both I went to both of them and see what happened and um they both apologized to each other. And talk both. Um, I talked to each um, to both of them, and my son got punished, so he has no phone for the, a full week, and no PlayStation for a full week. But have we? Know, how old is your oldest child, Joanne? Is fifteen. Uh, okay, so the fifteen-year-old, right? Fifteen-year-olds mm-hmm. today are very different to fifteen-year-olds 
in my day. Oh and, yeah, they uh, had and your day. that we didn't have. Like, of course. But they I, I, yeah, I, but they're very different in their attitude. There's a there's a kind of maybe I'm wrong, and I don't want to paint a picture of all children being bad because they're not. But there's a lack of manners. They they have an inability to be polite sometimes to people, particularly their parents. Maybe to strangers, they're probably more polite than they are to their own parents. Well, and, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. And you, and you know when you ask them to do something, it's like why? Like I've got text here, and it says over the midterm break, my fifteen-year-old pointed out something in the back garden and said, "What's that?" I introduced him to the lawnmower. So I mean, oh, my son uh, mows the lawn um, every week, even twice a week. And my husband gives him a bit of money because it's a lot of work. Uh, for the rest of housework, they don't get any any money. They only get any money for like really hard things in the garden. Yeah, but I mean, they don't even, when somebody says good morning to them, they sometimes ignore you and they walk on. Yeah, no, it's not get in there. Yes, I, I just think there's a different attitude. And Babs, you know yourself, if you would have ignored your mother or father when you were it a child. It wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't no. happen. You wouldn't be alive talking to me the today. No, you'd be knocked into next week. I can tell you that now. <laughs> well, I wasn't like, allowed in a shop if I wasn't saying hello to the person that was in the shop, like, you know, in the sale person or whatever. I was, my parents would let me outside the shop if I, did, I refused to say hello. Yes, of course, if you didn't uh, have manners. No, can I get in there? Yeah, sorry, Joe. You, you don't even get old as far as 15. I'm a 12-year-old granddaughter. And it's just constantly, it is why. You know what I mean? Why? I mean, they Why? try, they, they try, they just, they just seem to be coming up to your level. There just seem to be no, um, you know, like, I'm the nanny and she's the granddaughter. She wants, she's like on an even keel. It's where everything like she does. Yeah. And I'd be saying, well, I mean, Pete, we walk by and say, like, how are you, Barbara? And so, how are you, how are you there? You know, and to the granddaughter, why didn't you say hello? Yeah. Why should I? I mean, I don't know them. I know. And then even when you collect her, like she's saying, um, will you, this is, and when I collected her one time, she just said, will you do me a favour, um, Barbara? She called me Barbara. And, and she um, not call you Nan? Said, Did she not call you Nan or Granny or? No, she calls the other Nanny. She thinks I'm just the mad one and the young oh, one, you know, right, and okay. things like that. So soon enough when she, she will call me Nanny because I have to tell you, with me ma reading the kids, they called her ma. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And right. so she was the superior one. And like, we were just the collectors, you know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> my ma was kind of the mommy. But the, but by the way, like, that's, an, that's another thing, by the way. Children, you know, calling their parents by their name. Huh. And I, I know to children that doesn't seem like a big deal. But to me, that's a huge deal. I think well, that's just... It is very disrespectful. It's disrespectful. It's, it is disrespectful. I mean, at what, at what point, Joanna, did you ever call your mother by her name? No. Never. She was always no. ma'am no, or mommy or yeah, mother or whatever. Yeah, maman or dad or like papa in French. But like I've noticed that the difference in education from Ireland to France is that even though sometimes I thought that my niece and nephew here in Ireland wasn't that polite when they were little, like mm-hmm. they will forget the please and thank you and the parents wouldn't say anything, yeah. we'll, I will correct them. But I find that Irish people, when they grow older, they're actually very polite. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand how they go from being, you know, not polite when they're children because nobody actually corrects them and nobody tells them, like, if, if my my son doesn't say please or, or thank you, he won't get the stuff. And but but older people do. See, Joanne, I think this is a new generation thing because when I was a kid, I always said please and thank you. Most kids do say please and thank you in, when, like, when well, we were young. But, but I think it's now like, they don't. In their 20s, they're actually polite. I don't, I don't, I think that's changing. I think it's changing. Maybe it is. Maybe 
diabetes. Maybe yeah. I haven't. Noel, it's horrible. <laughs> even Noel, even to get them to. You know, when years ago, like, you wouldn't be even asked. You'd be nearly knocked off to see if uh, on the bus to let somebody older than you sit down. Like, um, but now, even when I say to my granddaughter, just get up and let that pregnant lady sit down. Why? Yeah. I was here before her. I was here before her. <laughs> so like, There's a selfish streak in them, isn't there? Oh, stop. I said, just get up and let her sit down. Young, I, I see, I make, I make it to say like I'm talking about all young people. Pardon me. And I'm not talking about all young people because most young people are good kids, right? Uh, but generally speaking, I'm making very general comments here. I find that young people, and this goes from 15 up to 25, I find that they're extremely selfish. They won't do anything unless it's to benefit them. Um, and it's in their interest. They, they won't go out of their way. Yeah. Them, right? Sorry, sorry, Joella. Like their parents didn't teach them right. They didn't tell, like, you know, if they gave them everything they wanted. I've noticed that a lot of families don't even eat together anymore. No, they don't. They're so busy with training and all this. I mean, we wait for the person who's training for eat, to eat together. Yes. Even if we eat late. When we eat together as a family, we actually, and he, my son said that to me the other day. He said, you know, for, the other, for my friends, we're weird. And I said, like, what do you mean? He said, we eat together. And we watch movie together, and we actually have movie night together. And we don't like uh, we don't we're not in separate rooms watching their own programs. But that's the way it used to be in Ireland. By the way, can I point out, Joanna, if you weren't here at the time, most of us used to eat together. Families used to eat together, but that all changed. And I don't know when it changed. Probably about ten, fifteen years ago, that started to change. And now, very few families actually have like a dinner time, if you know what I mean. Or well, apart from the Sunday where they actually eat together, most families now don't eat together, and that's for me. It's no, I don't it's even no think they do it on a Sunday anymore. Yeah. No, they don't, Niall. And I'll say most the only times now I can see where you'll see a family sitting down together or anything like that is at a funeral or a wedding. That's probably the only time. That's probably the only time you'll see them together. And that's your own media your own media family. You know, and that's I mean like that's living in the same household. Like you have it's like now, um, such a body dies, um, do I have to go? Yeah, you know, I don't know. No, I know. I get it. I get it completely, Babs. It's like, I have to go for a break. Joanne and Bob says, "Thank you very much indeed." Okay, they don't have a huge amount of faith. Joanne and Bob thinks that this generation has changed. There's this kind of selfishness about them. They they don't have the same manners. Although Joanna did point out that older Irish people have a lot of manners. She believes they're very polite, but younger people tend not to have manners. Bob saying, "You know, younger people won't even get up off a chair to give maybe a pregnant woman a seat because they figure, why should I? It's not. A, it's all about them." And that's, this goes back to what this strictest head teacher in Britain have said, that parents are to blame for the bad behaviour of their children because they're afraid of their own children. They're afraid to say no to them. They're afraid to correct them. They're afraid to discipline them. Niall, how are things? I was in Super Value there about two weeks ago and there was this kid acting up and he was about 10, 11. And the mother, she lost her plot and she said to him, uh, that's it now, uh, a media blackout for the next week. And I said to myself, like, a media... Back in my day, a media blackout would be me dad throwing a video at me. <laughs> a media blackout. Unbelievable. Look, love the show. A media blackout. A media blackout for a child. All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Number is 87 treble 8 Send us a WhatsApp audio message if you want to as well. Hi, Niall. I don't think it's a case of the of the uh, parents being afraid of their kids in a lot of cases. I think it's more a case of the ki- of the parents being afraid of the authorities. Mm-hmm. Kids have far too many rights these days. They can accuse a, a parent of anything they want. I suppose, uh, yeah. And to get away with it. When we grew up, I'm 50 now. When we grew up, you know, you got a clatter off your off your parents if you if you stepped out of line, and that's the 
foundation you were you were raised on. You got a clatter in school. You got a clatter off your parents. If you did that, you know, to your neighbour's house, you could be dragged back to your house. You get a clatter again. Now, I'm not saying I'm not advocating beating the hell out of kids either. You know, there was a lot of cases where that went too far. But now we've gone too way too far over to giving kids too too many rights and psychologists saying how we should raise our kids with these softy judges. None of it works. There's no respect for the kids because they haven't been brought up with respect. So, no, it's we're yeah. not afraid of the kids. It's just afraid of the authorities. Take care. Bye. Yeah, OK, I, I, I get that. A lot of people, actually, we had great chats at the time when Bernardo's obviously talked about bringing in legislation to, to ban what to take take the wording out of the legislation which said you can reasonably chastise your child. That was taken out, by the way. Reasonable chastisement was taken out of law, so it's now illegal to hit your kids. And by the way, and I'm not suggesting you should hit your kids, by the way, but it's probably not the answer either because that means you've probably lost control as well. Uh, but in saying that, there is a way to discipline children and I think we've lost the ability to do it in some cases. Niall, listening to your programme today, I am totally with you when you say about children and their parents nowadays, the way they've been treated. Children are self-entitled. Um, parents are pandering to their need. My own daughter is nearly 30, still tells me she didn't get something that she wanted years ago. And I always say you got what you needed, not what you wanted. I see these Americanized parents nowadays. I recently in the local shop, she, this mother had three or four kids who were creating havoc, kicking, screaming. And she was doing this low tone voice and telling them to listen to one another and let's 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 now just have kind hands and whatever. Meanwhile mm-hmm. they're wrecking the shop. Kind the hands. shop assistants are looking horrified. Customers are fleeing. And all because we look well nowadays by talking to our children this low tone voice. They have no respect, mm-hmm. most of them. And I'm yeah. from rural Ireland where we like to pinpoint Dublin and a lot of these city places where, you know, whatever. But I mean, there's no respect for anyone in authority and parents, wise, whatever, yeah. coming from good homes and you, you name it, they're just, you know, just totally I get you. gone I get bonkers you. and so no respect for anybody. And I do blame parents. Thank you, Niall. Bye. You're welcome. And I have to say, I agree with nearly everything you say. This low tone voice. Elaine, you're in Ireland's classic hits. Elaine, Hi, how are you? Are, are we doing it all wrong? Are we getting it all wrong? Are kids nowadays, I'm not saying all of them, self-entitled, rude, no manners, and just no respect for the authority of the parents anymore? Or teachers? A lot of them. Okay. I think, anyway. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. And why? Like, because they don't see it at home. Right. Like the teachers, okay, the teachers, that's not their place to teach their children self-respect. To teach discipline, they have to teach discipline to a certain extent, but it goes back to the parents. I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't speak for every parent in Ireland. I won't speak for every parent in Ireland, but I can only speak for myself and my husband and our two kids. They're good kids because they've been taught right from wrong and yes and no and don't do this and don't do that from very young, and they don't get everything they ask for. They do not. As I said when I sent my voice message in, it was when my ch- when my daughter was three, and we were up in Idle and. The people in the queue in front of me honestly thought that she that I'd give in to her or she'd cause a tantrum. She didn't either. She, put, she hid the comic that she wanted behind another lot of comics. And I said to her, the next day, Siobhan, that we come up, if I have the money, I'll get it for you. And she, the next day we did go up. I did have the money. She went back over to where she hid it. And it was still there. <laughs> she got it. You know? So and she I, accepted that as an answer. She accepted it. But, like, they, like she's still the child that... Children are getting mobile phones and everything at six and seven years of age. My daughter's just going into secondary this year and she didn't get a mobile phone. And it was in our house that you don't get it until your confirmation. Unfortunately, 
her birthday came before her confirmation this year. Yeah. So she got it for her birthday, but she got money for her birthday from grandparents and relatives. So she went out and she bought her mobile phone herself. Okay. And, and by the way, and we should be teaching them the value of money at that age. It's important because if they have their own money uh, that they get for confirmation or communion, we teach them the value of it. In other words, if you want something, you buy it out of your own money and you don't expect exactly. your parents to buy it. So that's that's an early age to start or, teaching the value of money. Or if they really want something really badly, mm-hmm. like maybe... I th- what we do is we if they have money they pay half of it like Disney Plus now the other day they wanted it but we said look you have money you pay some of most of it and we'll pay the balance and they respect it do you know and and hopefully and hopefully they'll stay like that and at the end of the moment you seem quite proud of them and the way they're behaving generally speaking and they're probably mannerly and everything else but oh what, they're very what, good okay so so then they start secondary school start mixing with other kids etc cetera, etc cetera. What are you going to do then if they start coming home and speaking to you in a way that you would have never spoke to your parents, for example, or giving you back cheek, or, you know, they, they become a little bit self-entitled? Because I'm finding that older teenagers, not so much the little younger ones, but certainly the older ones, you know, kind of 13 right up to about 24, 25 years of age, it's all about them now. It's all about themselves. And, and anything you ask them to do, be it, you know, hoover the house, cut the grass, whatever it is, they just don't want to do it unless they're going to get something out of it. Well... They they do get something out of it. They might get a treat. They might get an ice cream or something. But they're told they have to do it in the story, full stop. That's it. And will you continue that mantra right oh, through yeah. their teenage years? Oh God, yeah. And yeah. and what happens if they turn around and call you Elaine at some point? Oh, I would. She won't. They won't. I know they won't. <laughs> this I is know. a new thing nowadays, and I just don't accept it. I think it's disrespectful. By the way, can I just say go to Simon as well because I've got to a break in a second. Thank you, Elaine. No Simon, problem. you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Simon? Hey, Evan, I'll, um, Justin, how are you doing? Good. Just a quick one. It's a bit refreshing today to hear people actually saying how things are at the moment um, with, with, with uh, teenagers or mm. children in Ireland because we got into a thing a few years back where it was, oh, my little child, my precious cow in the field, you know, kind of thing. So it's, it's good to hear it. But I don't, I don't exactly blame the parent or the children on everything because... I'm 53. I've got a spectrum of children from I have a 34-year-old, a 33-year-old, a 22-year-old, and now I have a six and a seven-year-old. So I've kind of dealt with <laughs> children through the through yeah. the ages, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So in different uh, and have they changed times. through those kind of generations? They have changed. they changed? Yeah, but what I found interesting was in say the mid 90s plus, and we got into a we we got into a, a, a in Ireland before that we had. More or less, we like maybe some of the mammies staying at home or the daddies staying at home. The children were coming home to an environment from school. They'd get people would sit together, people would eat together, people would do things together. But uh, what I found with it as well was after that, when Ireland got the the so-called boom, so many people were going out there with with you know both parents working, doing this and doing that. The child going off to a childminder, sent back. Some teenagers having to deal you know deal with their own. I think a little bit of neglect went in to teaching them the values of... We became too of, materialistic, in other words. Yes, we became yes. Too, too materialistic. But unfortunately, a, a shoot-off point of that was we weren't going in... Some people weren't going into as much as teaching the children, you know... Was, like, it, not, you know, was it not as well that technology ruined it a lot for us? Because, for example, we don't watch television together as a family anymore because we have Sky mm. Plus now. We can record things and, and watch it at our own leisure. Or we have internet. Uh, you know, we don't sit around and eat as a family because the choice of food mm. and the range of food now... And, you know, some kids are vegans and some are vegetables and some of them are gluten and they don't want this mm. and they don't want that and they want pizzas. and So we, we kind of... We're all eating different things now. Whereas in, in the old days... There 
there was a limited menu. <laughs> so we all had the same thing. <laughs> so your mother told you this is what you're getting. Shut up and eat it. Dinner was in the bin and yeah. <laughs> so we all, I mean, I didn't dare, I mean, I wouldn't dare leave the table. I had to ask, could I leave, leave the table? You know, yeah. I mean, when I was a kid. So we all had the same thing. Yeah, I stick with that with, with, with my children. I stick with it. Uh, it's as simple as that, especially with the two younger ones now, you know. Mm-hmm. And I never tell them, I actually don't tell them, don't do this and don't do that. I give them the consequences of what happens if you do this or you, or, or you do that. Well, of course, and there has to be consequences. Simon, I'm not rushing you, but unfortunately I'm running that rapidly out of time. Uh, thank you to everyone who got involved in that conversation as well. I've got some of your voice messages as well. I will play. I know, Aidan here from Crop. Love the show. Now, uh, myself, my daughter, we used to live with my parents. Mm-hmm. We have dinner every day at my family. Right? Good. Work and every Sunday, my sister usually comes up in family, so... It's not all that bad. It's just some people do it. My partner also does it with her kids every day, so... It's lovely to hear. You know, it's lovely to hear. Thank God. I love the show. Keep up the good work. Yeah, no, I have to say, I love hearing that children and parents are sitting down and having dinner together. Hi, Niall. The only reason we all don't sit down as a family together to eat is because of this government that has everybody working, shift works, Mm -hmm. Sunday jobs, evening work, nighttime, and what your woman is saying there about... um, you know, like it's that they sit down and they eat. I I don't know how they're managing it because, you know, if you've got a family of four, which I have, my four kids, they're all working different shifts, different days, oh, different planets altogether. Them days are dead and gone in the water. There's no such thing as all the shops being closed on a Sunday and we spend family time together. That, that just doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately. That's just the way you have to work. We all have to work, unfortunately. Mammy and daddy, kids, the whole lot, and we're just like passing ships in the night. Love the show, Niall. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.